to Datsuk. What a move! Right in! Oh. Scores! Wow. Oh, but Datsuk in deep! That's a beauty! Heisman moving blue line. Chance scores! You're listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Octopi Hockey Town with your host, Austin Goodman. Uh, there is a smell in the air, everybody, and that is, drumroll please, a new school year. Yes, welcome back to Octopi Hockey Town. We're coming to you from the basement of Holden Hall in the Impact Studios here in East Lansing, Michigan, 88.9 FM, WDBM, and I am your host, Austin Goodman. Doesn't it feel great, guys? Another semester, another year, more fun, new people, new friends. Ugh, you know, I, I really just love it. But anyways, let's get down to business, and that is the breakdown for the 18th episode. Wow, I can't believe it's already been 18 episodes of Octopi Hockey Town. On this episode, guys, I'm going to get a little fiery once again, as I've been known to do, you know, maybe once or twice here on Octopi from time to time. Through the first 15 minutes of the show, we're going to be talking about the defense and how I think they're going to be just fine, barring injury, during the 2014-2015 season. After that, we'll give a little bit of a brief update, as we usually have been doing throughout these summer editions of Octopi. That'll take us through... 18 minutes of the show, and then we're going to close this week's show with a little nice five-minute discussion about training camp. And yes, guys, training camp is less than one month away, and that means the regular season is just a mere two months away. And we'll be talking about the breakdown of training camp and what you can expect to see. But guys, I wanted to start the show with a bang. And I'm just going to start firing about this Red Wings defense that has ever so slightly kept themselves together enough to compete at the level that they need to hit. So guys, why the Red Wings will be okay for next season. Erickson, Jonathan Erickson, for those of you that don't know, number line, number one line defender. Erickson was hurt for most of last season and has really started to come strong, become a lot stronger, and be able to play a lot better for the Red Wings in his later years. Um... Secondly, the youngsters are rising. I'm just going to give you all of my answers right here. I have five answers to why the Red Wings will be okay. The pairings and extras are not bad. They're just not what the Red Wings fans are quote-unquote used to. Everybody needs to keep in mind Nicholas Lidstrom and Chris Chelios are two of the best NHL players to ever play the game. Brian Rafalski won a gold medal for Team USA as a defender. Brad Stewart is a top-line defender. All of those players have been the Red Wings' top face of defense. Nicholas Cronwall now has stepped into that slot later in, you know, 2014 now, uh, you know, going into the 2014-2015 season. But guys, it's not like that anymore. The only weak areas are the special teams units and giving Jimmy solid defense to help out. So, with those two situations left, I think that this can be changed. And it goes back to talking about last episode with Tony Granado. You know, where people can step up, it's on the penalty kill. And that's the fifth answer, why the Wings will be okay. If they can step up on the penalty kill and the power play, all special teams, via Tony Granado, uh, with the addition to the coaching staff, I believe that the Red Wings will be okay defensively. 
I truly, truly believe that. I think that Jonathan Erickson is a top-line defender alongside Nicholas Cronwall. Also, you have Brendan Smith. If Danny DeKaiser, the restricted free agent, gets a offer, qualifying offer that is over $925,000 that he hit last year, then he is going to be a second-line defender alongside Brendan Smith. The Red Wings also re-signed Kyle Quincy. They have Jakob Kindle, and of course, you know, a little bit further down the list in youngsters, they have Xavier Olette, Alexei Marchenko, Ryan Sproyle. There are names that keep popping up, and I believe that the Red Wings truly do have uh, a good perspective on what they're getting themselves into going into this season. I believe that the biggest X factor for the Red Wings would be Brennan Smith. He's 25 years old, 6'2", 198 pounds. Last season, he played in 71 games, but he only had 19 points and a minus 2 rating. All right? In five games of the playoffs, he had no points, a plus 1 rating, but 8 penalty minutes. 68 penalty minutes in the regular season, which was second most on the team. He has played in 119 career games and has 34 points. At 117 penalty minutes with a plus two rating, those numbers need to increase. He's one year, one year of a contract remaining that'll hit 1.262 million dollars a year. He'll be a restricted free agent next summer, so the Red Wings are going to have to make a qualifying offer. But in order for Brennan Smith to hit a qualifying offer, he's going to need to perform. He had career highs in 2013-2014. I believe that the offensive defenseman that the Brendan Smith is, but he's more, you know, a stay-at-home kind of guy. But in the NHL, he needs he he's bumpy. I think that he will definitely step up next year. He's still inexperienced, and over time, he's going to improve. All good players improve over time. He's a great skater, a lot of offensive potential. He also played offense at a point throughout his career. He might be able to help on the power play, but he won't be able to get the opportunity because of, you know, there there are other there are going to be other teams that are going to focus on Brendan Smith because he is one of the Red Wings top defenders. And, and that's going to get to him. Should the Red Wings, you know, maybe Put Brendan Smith on the power play and have him, you know, become more effective that way? Possibly. But personally, I would put Danny DeKaiser on a on a power play line with Nicholas Cronwall as your first line. But then that would leave Brendan Smith and, you know, question mark on your second power play line. But I believe that Brendan Smith is going to have a good season. Also, let's keep in mind, I just want to clarify this for all the listeners out there. This is for strictly, we are barring all injury, okay? Understand, Jonathan Erickson didn't play at the end of the season. He wasn't a part of the playoffs. He wasn't a part of the end of season run. He was not a part of any of it, and he is on the number one line for the defenders. The defenders were scrounging last season. So if they were scrounging last season, going into this season, there are questions that are going to be answered throughout training camp, throughout the preseason, whether or not these guys can stay healthy. If this defensive unit can stay healthy, I think that it can, you know, just enough. Give give Howard just enough, Gustafson when he's in that just enough, and also give the forwards just enough time to be able to score and be able to put more pucks into the net. 
the Red Wings had more goals against than goals for last season. That has not happened for years. Flat out. That has not happened. And, and, and it's a little, it's kind of selfish in a way because the Red Wings have been so good for the past, I don't know, 23 years. So, so everybody kind of just gets so, you know, th- they overreact to the smallest things. Kyle Quincy, yes, he got a raise, but what other options were there at the time? Everyone's like, well, why didn't the Red Wings go after somebody else in the free agency pool? There was nobody else to go after. There was nobody else that wanted to come and be a Red Wing. The question is why. And Ken Holland doesn't know the answer. Babcock doesn't know the answer. But you know what? Guess what? It's the NHL, and you're going to have to make do with what you have and be able to develop. Good thing for the Red Wings that they have a phenomenal development program. And I always say that. I always talk about the development because that's what keeps franchises, dynasties running for long periods of time. That is what it is. All right, being paired with somebody like Nicholas Cromwell or Jonathan Erickson for Brendan Smith will make him get better. Same thing with Kyle Quincy, same thing with Jakob Kindle, and same thing with any AHL, WHL, or juniors player that starts to step up in this Red Wings lineup or anybody out of the draft for that matter. All right, keep in mind there is a trade deadline. Also, keep in mind there's $5 million in cap space to work with. It's either picking up Alfredson or DeKaiser, which we'll talk about in our offseason update, or it's going after a right-handed defender. Quite frankly, I would rather have Daniel Alfredson the point leader if he's healthy enough to play. I would love to have both Alfredson and DeKaiser. There are moves that can be made later in the season that will, honestly, it is better to make a trade later in the season when it you know, is affecting you less, affecting your cap less. You're not re-signing restricted and unrestricted free agents. You don't have that on your plate. You have a trade deadline, and you know exactly what your team needs to be able to improve. All right, training camp hasn't even begun. They don't know where their true problem areas are. Everyone is saying, oh, the Red Wings defense is the problem area. Well, what if the offense isn't scoring? Then, then you won't even. Then the defense really doesn't matter at that point, because if you let up one goal and you're not scoring anything, you're going to lose the game regardless. So it's a team effort here, guys. It's a team effort for the defense to get better. And I'm not saying they're bad. I'm saying that they're average. We have an average squad that we're looking at, an average six guys that we're analyzing right now. I think that the Detroit Red Wings have enough to be able to compete. But other teams did get better. So we will evaluate all this situation. The massive question would be, what do you do if Danny DeKaiser doesn't come back on the team? That's when you have a question. And that's when I'll open it up to a lot more discussion because then you have an issue. Then you lost a very valuable young piece, basically a young piece of art being stolen from a gallery. Okay? A very valuable piece of art that over time is going to, be worth more and more and more. Danny DeKaiser doesn't want to leave Detroit. And you know what? I want to I, I want to move uh I want to move segments now. Uh we're at 11:41 in the show. Didn't make it quite to 15 minutes, but I do want to talk for just a few minutes on uh Daniel Alfredson and Danny DeKaiser. Alfredson does plan on making his decision within the next few weeks. All right, he wants to make it before training camp personally. He, I think he might make it after training camp. But you know what? It, whenever Alfredson makes his decision, 
he makes his decision, and that's how. The, and that the Red Wings are just going to have to act from there. And that's the same thing with Danny DeKaiser. If Alfredson chooses not to go or not to play in his 19th season, Danny DeKaiser will 100% come back because he wants to be in Detroit. It's cap space. It's money. He wants to be able to be paid a good amount year in and year out. All right, and Danny DeKaiser, if Alfredson is re-signed, is going to get a smaller contract than if he were to go unsigned. Both of these players understand that they need both of each other on the team. I think that Danny DeCastro likes learning from Daniel Alfredson and vice versa. Just because you're 41 years old doesn't mean that you stop learning, and everybody knows that. You learn every single day. The Red Wings are learning right now that they're not the cream of the crop anymore. They're not that potentially 24 consecutive year playoff team that everybody wants to be a part of. Back when Brett Holt, Brendan Shanahan, Chris Chelios all came over to the team, over to the Red Wings, everybody wanted to be a part of them. And also the Red Wings could throw an unlimited amount of money at these people. So we'll wait a couple weeks and we're going to find out about Alfredson. And in turn, we'll find out about the Kaiser. And that's the update for right now. But I want to move into the next segment here. And we're going to talk about training camp. All right, guys. The Red Wings are set. And they're going to be set up in training camp for 2014 in Traverse City. Um, There's going to be an NHL Prospects Tournament, Charity Golf Classic, Alumni, Celebrity Game. And then, of course, your training camp um, at the arena this fall. I think that this training camp is going to show a lot. All right. Um, Basically... You know, there are multiple positions that are being fought over. Third and fourth line center. All right. Somebody filling in a hole that potentially Daniel Alfredson could leave out. And keep in mind, if Daniel Alfredson doesn't get re-signed, that's a perfect spot for somebody like Anthony Mantha to step up. And I'm going to be quoted saying it again. All right. Now, for first things first, the NHL Prospects Tournament, it is being hosted in Traverse City. There are eight teams that will be involved in the tournament. The tournament is Friday, September 12th through Tuesday, September 16th in Traverse City. And it's being held there for the 16th season in a row. The teams are the Red Wings, obviously, Buffalo Sabres, Carolina Hurricanes, Columbus Blue Jackets, Dallas Stars, Minnesota Wild, New York Rangers, St. Louis Blues. Those are all eight teams and over the tournament's history completely. There have been 440 players that have gone on and they at least skated in one NHL game. All right. So basically, I think out of this training camp that you're going to see, you know, obviously some players that really want to step up. Uh, Training camp is going to be a very interesting time. All right. It's going to be... um, players that are fighting for a role it's going to be players that are really trying to show the coaches that they deserve to be there all right the camp golf classic is on the 16th and everything is going to start up on the 17th all right or sorry (laughs) the 19th i i uh, apologize for that the 2014 2015 training camp starts friday september 19th and it'll continue through tuesday the 23rd um there are going to be a lot of, you know, 
it, it, it's always a big show because the Red Wings have so many Hall of Famers that come in, and the kids basically that play for the team ha- have somebody to to impress. They have an idol to impress, somebody that they grew up watching, somebody that they want to impress. And I believe that it's going to be an impressive training camp. And hopefully for the Red Wings, it is, especially on the defensive end, as we talked about in the first segment here in Octopi. But guys, today is kind of a short show. Honestly, that is all that I have for you today. Uh, we only went through about, you know, 16 and a half minutes of talking Red Wings here today. Um, but, you know, th- that happens sometimes. This week, you know, we don't have a million and one things to talk about. But next week, we definitely have a few things um, that we're going to need to talk about. And quite frankly, I believe that the Red Wings are going to be fine going into training camp. I believe that Daniel Alfredson is going to be re-signed along with uh, Danny DeKaiser. Everybody just needs to take a breath. And hold on for the long run because any season is a really, really long season. So let's plan on episode number 19 coming out next week. We're going to have stuff about Alfredson and Danny DeKaiser, what to expect out of the players, including veterans, in training camp. And basically, what are the overriding questions of training camp what questions remain so guys thank you so much yet again for joining us on octopi hockey town i am so happy to be back in east lansing bringing you the latest information on everything detroit red wings if you're interested in anything more than what i have to offer on octopi hockey town you can visit the www.impact89fm.org sports, which is the Impact Sports website. You can get any information on all other Detroit or Michigan State sports. You can also listen to the only live sports debate radio show in all of East Lansing, the Pact, every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. at 88.9, or you can stream it live on the website. But for the Octopod team, guys, I am Austin Goodman saying enjoy your syllabus week. And fellow Spartans, go green, go, go white. Let's beat Oregon. <laughs>